coming to you live from the Business Radio X studio. It's Franchise Marketing Radio, brought to you by IDS, an award-winning digital marketing agency that delivers integrated marketing solutions for franchisers, franchisees, and franchise development teams. Learn why over 75 brands depend on IDS's team of dedicated marketers and client service professionals to deliver a strong ROI on their marketing investment. Go to IDSFranchiseMarketing.com for a complimentary digital audit and consultation. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Franchise Marketing Radio. I'm your host, Rob Ganley. And today we have a great show in store for you. I have actually two folks with me today, and I'm really happy to introduce them. They represent a brand. They are the founders of Seniors Helping Seniors, and it's an industry that is near and dear to my heart. So I'm really looking forward to delving in for the potential, the opportunity. I know there's so much need and opportunity in this industry but it is great to have them both on the show. I have today with me Namrata Yokum Jan. She is the president. And I have also Daniel Jan. He is the COO, both founders. Welcome to the show today. Thank you, Rob, for having us. We are so excited to uh, be on your show and share our story and also you know, share the message with the world. Yes. And I think there's, you know, you say that. And, and it's true, but it's really needed. I mean, sharing the message with the world about what we do. And I say we because I am involved too in this industry and uh, it's near and dear. But yeah, letting the world know it's important. I know that's an important thing. But but so tell me, I'll start with you, uh, Namrata. Tell me about your journey because I know you've got an interesting background. One thing is your background in the corporate world. Also, some of the connection you have with some notable figures you mentioned earlier. But tell me a little bit about the inspiration, how that little bit of that background kind of led to where you are now and, and the starting of, of your brand. Rob, my mother actually started the business 25 years ago at this point. You know, she uh, grew up in India. She was working with Mother Teresa for 14 years, you know, in different, different ways giving back. In fact, Mother Teresa is the one who actually ended up naming me. But I tell you, with all the work that she had done over the years, she came, she moved to the U.S. and she was just shocked at the way the seniors were just put into nursing homes because nobody was around to be able to take care of them. And so with all the things that she had done, she really wanted to find a solution and do something about it. So she set well, up this business. Yeah, well, that, I love how you casually say that. Tell us a little bit about that. So you know, started 25 years ago in, I guess, based in India, or was it based here, or she came here and saw the need? Tell me a little bit about that genesis, and and tell me a little bit about your name. I think that's pretty interesting that you were named. So there must be a purpose or a meaning maybe to that. So I just out of curiosity. So she actually grew up in India, but she started the business in the U.S. She came okay. to the, she moved to the U.S., and she was just shocked at the way you know, the seniors were being not taken care of, if you will, because in yeah. India, all the elders live with the family and they're well taken care of. It's a joint family type scenario in India, in our culture. And having moved here, she was just shocked how the kids move away, though sometimes the spouses may pass and then seniors don't have anyone to connect with. And they're sent to a nursing home because there's no one to take care of them. So that's when she said she's going to take it upon herself to do something about it. And she started Seniors Helping Seniors uh, to make a difference in the lives of the people. And everybody in this area thought she was crazy that she were, was going to do this business because 
no one ever thought about a senior going in to help another senior. And the first lady that my mother actually hired was a 78-year-old retired military nurse. And when, when my mother, 25 years ago, went up to her and asked her to come and work with her, she was shocked. She thought my mother was crazy, too, because it was unheard of. You know, the seniors are supposed to retire and rock the chairs and just be like that. But then she gave her a job and gave her purpose to want to make a difference and really make connections as a friend going in to make a difference. And that really sparked, and it just started like that. And that's well, I tell you what, I, your your brand name is a little clue that you're unique, right? So let's yeah. talk about that. You've said it a couple of times. It's a little bit of a different concept, but I'm already tracking with it. I already like the idea. <laughs> um, well, but you. but tell me a little bit about seniors helping seniors, and what's unique about that? Well, for us, we hire young, active. Seniors. I know it kind of sounds weird, young active seniors, or I should say maybe mature active seniors, however you want to. Age is just a number at the end of the day, anyway, right? So mm -hmm. it's about hiring these mature active caregivers to go provide non medical services to the less active seniors who are looking to stay independently in their own homes for as long as possible, you know, maybe do some cooking, some cleaning, maybe taking them to the doctors, doing some yard work, or uh, doing some handy light handiwork around the house, or just being a pure companion, cooking together, doing gardening together, or playing cards together. Just finding a way for two seniors to connect, who understand the aging process, and they have the empathy that they understand for each other, because really it ends up being a win-win for both sides of the equation. The seniors who are helping feel that like they are giving back, making a difference, because they may have taken care of someone in their own lives, of their own parents, um, and then the seniors who are getting the help also feel like they're giving back because they're now giving another senior an opportunity to supplement the social security income. So it really ends up being a very uh, codependent relationship where people feel like they're really helping each other and being into a win-win situation. Wow. That, I mean, if you were a marketing genius... If you were a marketing strategist, that would be brilliant, right? Like it came born out of the heart, right? But at the same time, it it's what what a fantastic idea because that just what would that lead to? That would lead to seniors being comfortable with the service. That would lead to them actually looking forward to the service. Exactly. That would lead to them referring business and talking about the service, which is really probably a big part of the marketing side of things. But so that is unique. It Was there something about like what caused that revelation that if we can have active seniors helping, not as active seniors, why that would be, you know, maybe better than say a 30 something year old coming in and just doing some work and taking care of some things. Uh, there's obviously a deliberate thought that tell me a little bit. How did that come about? Wasn't it something that you really were brainstorming or out of the heart or what, what exactly where did that come from? Actually, that's all my mother. And something that you may or may not know is that my father has a franchising background. He's been in the world of franchising for over 50 years at this point. Um, and he also went to divinity school when he was younger, but he ended up going in the business world and he turned around a lot of the struggling franchises over the years. Uh, so my mother, with her background with Mother Teresa, she wanted to make a difference in the lives of the seniors. And at the same time, wanted to give the more active seniors a way to be able to connect with each other. So it was purely my parents that really came up with this idea, if you will. 
Uh, this was 25 years ago, and it just kind of started as a local business here in Brooks County in, in Pennsylvania. And back in 2006 is when we decided we were going to start to start franchising. And that's where my father's expertise came in. Um, and the two combined together, hired the operational staff and started down the path of setting up a franchise system, if you will. And Ron, if I could add, uh, and thank you for having us, by the way. Uh, I think there's a difference between a 20-year-old providing care and somebody that's 65. And I think what's important to, you know, the families and the clients that we're helping is that they feel a connection with the person that's doing their logistical services. It's easy to cook a meal. It's easy to straighten up the house. But if you're not enjoying each other's time, you know, that's an opportunity lost. And that's really what we focus on having uh, mature caregivers go out and provide care, many of whom have taken care of their own parents. They understand how important these services are to the people that they're providing services to. And, you know, and they're good younger caregivers as well. But I think life experience puts you in a position to really empathize with the person you're being, you're, you're taking care of. Totally. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's even, even at my age, I mean, I always feel a connection with people around my age. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It, it does matter that you can relate to one another. Hey, you grew up in the eighties. Like just, just not much. Right? <laughs> so, so it matters. So tell me a little bit, the last few years, there's been some growth. Um, you know, is that unique? Is that anticipated? And where do you see things going with the industry and what you're doing, your side of it? We took a very deliberate approach in the growth that we've had. Uh, we actually work with Brain One. Um, for the longest time, we've had franchise development in-house. We were doing everything ourselves. And then we focused on our existing franchise owners and how we could help them. And we stopped with all franchise sales for a period of time, really working on our policy and our procedures and how we could enhance the offering that our franchise owners have had or been given the opportunity. So for about three years, we just kind of put our heads down, came up with new offerings that could really help build our franchise system, if you will, from the local franchise owner's perspective. And then also during the same time, we started working with Brain One and outsourced our franchise development team. And I say the combination of all of, all of that together has led us to where we are today with the growth that we've experienced. Um, Brand One team has done a phenomenal job in terms of finding the right franchise owners with the right heart and the right drive, mm -hmm. I should say, because we are looking for people who have the heart to make a difference because that's really important, especially for our brand. But at the same time, we also want someone who's driven to build a business and really make a difference and make this into a household name in their own territories. Yeah. And well, uh, that's where we've ended up. That's it. Uh, so, they, all right, so there's growth, right? And mm -hmm. I was thinking when I asked it, I know you said deliberate, and I, I appreciate that because I know it is deliberate. It's like, okay, where are we? And let's make sure the franchisees are all doing great and let's grow and then let's maybe not grow as fast if we shouldn't. And and I love that about franchising. It's very responsible and it's very focused on the franchisee and, the, and making sure that they're producing and the brand itself can't thrive unless most are doing well. I mean, we're not going to sugarcoat it. It's business. But if yeah. I had to start a business in this world, I'd start it with a franchise. 
And I'd say senior care is up there for anyone who's wondering with industries, right? And models. Um, tell, tell me a little bit of how you see the industry though evolving. Um, I know for some that aren't as close to senior care, it might not, I mean, it might be somewhat obvious that we have an aging population. Tell me a little bit about what the 20s are looking like towards the end of this decade and the type of growth you guys are anticipating. Tell me, tell me a little bit about that. So there are 10,000 people turning 65 every single day. And, you know, what families experiencing is common. It's we're live in such a big country that it's easy to be 2,500 miles from your loved ones. Even if you live in the same metro area, it's difficult to drive across Philadelphia and help mom and dad every day. Right. So these services are just crucial to keeping our seniors happy and safe in their own homes without having to go to a nursing home. And that need is just increasing. The One of the fastest growing segments of our population are the 85 plus population and the 75 plus population. Those are the individuals that we're helping. And that's gonna continue for the next you know, 20 to 25 years. And so this industry is just gonna keep on getting stronger because the need is gonna increase significantly. Yeah, it's just... Uh... I think that 85 category you mentioned is really one that is in great need, right? And will be just because of the age part. That's Absolutely. when a lot of the, the cognitive challenges are mm -hmm. more common and physical challenges and things like that. So clearly massive opportunity. That's all I was going to point out. Yeah. And that's not going to slow down as these years no. uh, travel forward. Tell me a little bit about the opportunity. So <clears throat> again, I told you I'm a little familiar with some of the models mm -hmm. in the industry. Definitely want business folks, right? You want people that have some drive and want to go make a difference, giving them the opportunity to truly feel like I am making a difference. This is one of those hugs and you know kisses sort of client, like they're so happy to, that, that you help them, kind of a sale, you know. So it's very much rewarding that way. Tell me a little bit about the business side. What does it look like if someone were the right fit? thinks that this might be an area they want to make an impact or maybe it's a second act for them, a second career. Um, tell me a little bit about um, that, you know, the business side, what does it take to get started? Sort of the, 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 the capital, the timing, and what does that ramp up look like that first year? That's a great question. Um, so the type of franchise owners that we're looking for are humble, hungry, and smart. We want people that, uh, that we can teach how to run the business. We need them to be humble and know that we've been doing this for 25 years and we have amazing coaches that will get them to where they wanna be if they adopt our policies, processes, procedures, uh, use the tools and vendors that we've you know, developed over you know, 25 years. Um, but we also need them to be hungry. We need them to you know, put in the time to, you know, do the work. Uh, I always like to say we can't call every franchise owner at 730 in the morning and say, put on your boots and go out and do the business, right? That's on them. And we need them to be smart. You know, this being in business, you're going to be faced with things that come up every single day. And, you know, we want people to learn from the things that they're doing well and the things that they need help with and you know maybe need to improve on and we have coaches that will help people to do that as well but you know hungry humble and smart is what we're looking for in terms of the business opportunity we don't 
we're not looking for franchise owners that have healthcare experience. Um, 80% of our franchise owners are come from a different industry. And, you know, we, our training gets to people to where they're proficient in running the business. They're not going to be experts to become an expert. You do it every day for two years and you're going to be an expert, but they're going to be proficient in running the business. Um, what's nice about franchising is that people own their own business, but they're not in business by themselves. Mm-hmm. We're here to help guide, motivate, um, to, you know, our, our partners. And, you know, we've been blessed with happy and successful franchise owners um, since we started uh, our franchise development again about two and a half years ago. And, you know, we're blessed to be where we are uh, with amazing franchise owners. Yeah. Yeah, that is amazing. I would just add, we do have, as Dan pointed out, we do have coaches uh, that walk through, help the franchise owners walk through the entire process. And also we have a standard training process to get them up to speed if they've not had business experience or not had any uh, healthcare background. We don't assume that they have any of it. Our training materials have been designed in such a way that we assume that they don't have healthcare background and they do not have business experience. In fact, 85% of our franchise owners don't have either. So they come from different walks of life. And if I, if I could add yeah. to what to said, Rob, um, yeah. our training program is different than a lot of other franchises. Um, we have a two-day uh, initial training program called New Partner Orientation. And it's just to get people to understand home care and also how to establish a business. How do you do a business plan? How do you do a budget? How do you work on your marketing plan? How do you find out what the market rates are in your area? So it's those, you know, fundamental, you know, 25,000 foot level, you know, questions that need to be answered. After that, we have a six week homework period where they're working on their homework assignment. They're establishing, you know, their legal entity and working on their business plans and budgets. And then after that six week homework period, we have a three day owners training where we get into the, you know, how to of, you know, running the business. Um, And by splitting it up, it's, you know, less drinking through a fire hose and really understanding and learning um, you know, everything that you're going to have to do as a business owner. So we, our training is intentionally different um, than a lot of other industry, uh, franchise owners in our industry. Yeah. 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 Training's important. So tell me, I mean, marketing is part of that, right? And marketing and technology have sort of taken over the world the last 20 some years um, as far as like when you combine those two ideas. Tell me a little bit about that. I know that your franchisees probably come from different backgrounds, but probably do have those common questions about, you know, how will my business show up online? And what about reviews and Google and Facebook and these different questions that will come up? What have you found uh, to be sort of the core marketing approach for getting started and growing the business? We use all the standard approaches, essentially, if you think about Everything. it. Everything. I like that answer. Yeah. That's a, that's the right answer. Well, you have to think about the audience, right? Our audience themselves, some of them are older, so we have the traditional advertising, right, in print. And then we also have the kids, like us, right? The kids of the older parents. That is the sandwich generation, which are more tech savvy. So for them, we target digitally. And then you have the referral marketing, which has got to be in person. 
going to a hospital and making connections with people in your community. So that's a three-pronged approach in terms of marketing to making sure that we are connected in our community, spending enough advertising dollars in different ways to get a word out in the territory that a franchise owner owns. And at the same time, also being able to grow and help the seniors in the community, because that's the reason why a lot of, I mean, every franchise owner that's involved in our business has their own personal reason as to why they want to help the seniors in their community and why they got involved with seniors helping seniors. And when you feel that way, you're so passionate about it, you want to do your very, very best with every single client and every single caregiver. And when you feel that way, the word of mouth just follows and the money also follows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, let me, let me just unpack something quickly because I'm just picking up on it. So the seniors helping seniors concept uh, we we kind of covered that why it's, it's enjoyable and it's fulfilling for both sides, which helps with the product, right? The product satisfaction and all that, and referrals and and reviews on Google, which helps with visibility. So it's all sort of tied together. But I also thought of well, gee, it would be kind of cool because you could be involved with everything seniors, everything seniors, and that is the audience of of potential clients. But you could also come at it from hey, I, I need to find partners. I need to find employees. I need to find other people that will take up the mantle with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another angle when you're in front of those groups that just makes it a little even easier than just say direct marketing. It's just say, hey, who wants to take up this mantle with me? There's a lot of need out there. And even it could be someone that says, well, I don't know if I could take up the mantle, but you could help me. Right. <laughs> like I just find that as being a dual purpose sort of marketing approach for the senior community. Is that how you guys think about it too a little bit uh, when you're when you're partnering in locally with uh, different groups? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we actually work with a marketing company that gets all of our franchise owners set up from the get-go. They do all the Google My Business. They set up their social media. They set up their LinkedIn. Um Everything is set up for our franchise owners and they work with the new franchise owners to figure out what works in their territories. You can have two partners next to each other and 80% will overlap. And then those 20% are so unique to that geography. And that's really why we partnered with a marketing company to you know handle all those things that, you know, they have so much capability Um to help our franchise partners really have a successful launch. We find that when a partner has a successful launch, everything is easy. And so just getting them through the first six months and make sure everything is working right, the messaging is correct, you're getting their caregivers coming in, you're having the clients call, you're finding great office staff. All of that messaging is crucial, especially for six months. And that's why, you know, this our marketing agency helps partners to, you know, launch our franchises. Yeah. yeah. Do you, let, let me throw a little bit of a curveball out there. It's not really a curveball, but it's something you've probably thought of a little at least. Um, the AI stuff that, that, that we're all seeing unfold. And and that is something for me. I I go back a little bit with that, at least because of my tech background, a few years now. But what occurred the last year is definitely a breakthrough for all of us. For sure. Um, mm-hmm. I know healthcare will will be a big area that is impacted. Thoughts on this? What are your just initial thoughts on 
ways it could enhance maybe thoughts about tools um whether it's servicing your 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 clients or whether it's helping your franchisees any thoughts yet i know it's early but i i want to start having that conversation and and see what you what you guys are thinking yeah there that's a great question and i think technology is an important part of home care the core of what we do is still one person helping another person. It's you know making sure that the meals are cooked. It's making sure that um, you know somebody has help in the shower and getting dressed. And that's the core of what we do. However, you know technology is you know becoming much more important than it used to be. And there are different types of technologies. You can have technologies that keep people safe at home when we're not there. So imagine an average client gets five hours of care every other day. And what happens in the night when we're not there? What happens on the weekends? And so we have to keep people safe and we have technologies that, you know, help us to do that. AI is kind of that next level. It's more predictive than it is uh, reactionary. If somebody, if there's, you know, maybe a lot of loud shouting in the home, AI will pick that up, process it, and send an alert to the agency that there is agitation, and it's typically due to dementia. Um, and so we can be uh, looped in quicker as the franchise uh, agency, and we can talk to the family and say, mom is agitated today. And so we can put together a plan um, to help mitigate that. So AI is definitely has its place. It is relatively new, but over the next five years, you know, home care is going to adopt AI to keep people at home safer than if it wasn't there for sure. Yeah. Safer and longer, right? Yeah. Longer, yeah. Going back to the traditional Indian and the way I will go back and say, you know, I know AI is great and, and this is where the world is heading. Home care with AI. But there's something to be said about bringing hope and joy and love into the lives of a senior with another human being, giving a hug that cannot be replaced with AI, right? A lot of seniors are lonely. Their social circle shrinks as they age. The kids move away, the, the spouse may pass. The friends may start to pass, unfortunately, and they don't have a big social circle. And that's where we come in, bringing a friend to come in to help a senior who is lonely, to fulfill that void that they might have of lonely, loneliness and really have a friend who understands the aging process and has the empathy for what they're going through. That, I don't believe, can ever be replaced by any form of technology. Oh, well, because the product is human. Right. That's what you're, and I, I've heard that time and time again, relationships, you know, the, here's what I hope we all have way more time for relationships and focusing on what that really, really means. And, you know, the golden rule, what that really, really means, right. To have that kind of time to treat others the way you treat yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, I think, you know, there's a lot of been mundane in this modern world we're in and maybe AI can take some of that out and mm -hmm. allow us to focus on the stuff we didn't think we'd ever have time to focus on. But I agree. And that's a great answer. And I love, yeah, I, you know, I, I know about a lot of the security technologies and awareness technologies. I mean, it's like being in the home and try to monitor, give that, that senior the flexibility to be at home as long as they can. 
And, uh, but you can't be there all day. Right. So there's obviously a a give and take. Right. Right. So tell me before we wrap up, I wanted to see, maybe we could, we could share two separate stories. Uh, One might be a story and you guys take it, you, whatever you want to share, but a story about a franchisee making an impact in in the life of, of one of your clients, maybe a story that just comes to mind that you think is a good story to share. And then maybe one version um, of a franchisee that succeeded business wise. That they broke through, they were, you know, they you helped them get into business, and and here they are uh, doing something special that maybe they didn't even realize they would be able to do. And it, so maybe you could take one of one of each uh, story, and we can wrap up with that. I'll I'll take a story, um, if I may. <laughs> um, I was talking to a franchise owner, and uh, they mentioned to me that you know they were approached by a family to a ninety-seven-year-old lady who had actually been hospitalized. And um, basically, the doctors had given up hope. So the family had given up hope, but they couldn't really provide services in the, or be there for the, for the mom, if you will. The family couldn't be there for mom. So the family approached seniors, helping seniors, saying, hey, you know, we can't really be there and you can't really provide much services, but we're really looking for someone to come and provide companionship services. And to put it crudely, everybody's just waiting for her to pass because that's what, where it stands. So we start providing services by with a senior going in and purely companionship. Everybody, to put it crudely, waiting for her to pass. And here it is over six months. She's back home. She's taking an online course to start her own landscaping business at age 97. In reality, is she really going to do that? No. But the fact that she got the inspiration and the hope to want to live, that's what we're all about. She's not just... They're waiting for her life to be over, but she is inspired, has love and hope and joy back into her life where she feels she has a reason to want to live versus merely exist. And these, this is just one story that stands out, but every client that we service is a story in themselves because we touch lives of people and change people's life one person at a time. And it's just so rewarding for the caregiver, for the families, for the franchise owners and for us. And I really thank my parents for it because it's really rewarding for them too, to know that they have made a difference in doing something that's having an impact throughout the country. You wanna share your story? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have so many partners that have just knocked it out of the park uh, over the last couple of years. And we're so proud of our entire franchise system um, one of the things that um, we did this summer, Namrata and I got in an RV with our 12-year-old and our dog, and we visited 90% of our franchise owners. And and we and as part of that, we uh, we just got to learn so much about them, and it reaffirms why we brought them on as franchise owners. Um, there are many partners that stand out. If I could share just one. Uh, we have a new partner in the Fort Worth, Dallas area, and uh, it's a husband-wife duo. The, the wife, her name is Wendy, started it, and uh, she was an architect by trade, and she was tired of what she was doing, commercial architecture, and she wanted to find a business that would give back to the community. And so about two and a half years ago, they started Seniors Helping Seniors with three territories. 
Uh, they're now up to nine. They are in the top five of our entire franchise system in terms of revenue. And it's because they are just humble and hungry people that have just put their lives into this business. And her husband, William, is a uh, attorney. He just quit his job, joined Wendy full time, and it's a true family business now. Um, Wendy is an immigrant to uh, the United States, and you know she's put everything that she has into this business, and no background in home care, and she's just crushed it because she's worked extremely hard in developing these relationships in her community, and that's why you know it's those types of partners that have grown our system-wide revenue over the last two years by fifty percent. Wow! It's because we have tools, vendors, coaches to help partners to get started. Uh, to continue to grow their businesses. Yeah. Well, I would chime in and say it's hard to run a business. And two things. One, franchising itself as a model, I think, is why I'm involved in it because I don't think there's a better way to get into business. It's what you said earlier, though, that if you just are willing to follow that process and not question every detail, if you're a person that can follow that process and focus, then success is all but there for you to take. Right. That's one aspect. And I think the other aspect about senior, uh, the senior industry, senior care industry is it really is one of the few businesses that I can say, uh, and there's a few, but, but where you're just making an impact, like you're making a great living, you're making great money, but there's a great need. And mm-hmm. and I always say, and I often say this about business, it's, and I, I do, you know, I study companies like Apple and, and these big companies right. and I'm from the tech world. But, you know, a lot of, I used to think, you know, it's uh, you know, the cost of things, the pricing of things. And you look at Apple as an example, and, and their whole idea is, well, we're going to charge you for what we do, but we're going to make sure the quality and value is there. And I think that's the point. So you have a business model where if you can have both, where the quality and value is there, and you're making a difference in the world, and you're getting paid well, that's a self-fulfilling. We want the franchisees to do well so they can help more people. So what I always remember, always remind folks in this industry, especially the need is great and we need franchisees that'll take up that mantle. And that means make money too. And um, that's, that's the great news. You can do both. But exactly. I think it's kind of cool. And we, that's why one of our taglines is do good and make money because this is, a, this is something that can help people do good, make, do something fulfilling that really, you know, strings on your hearts. But at the same time, you're able to make money and there's nothing wrong with being able to live the life the way you want to and yes. to pay your bills. There's, people yes. should not feel bad about it. It's just about how you make the money, right? Yes, yes, yes. It's awesome. Well, awesome. why don't you share with our audience before you, we sign off here today uh, the best way that they could reach out in any regard, whether it's they're interested in partnering with you locally or if they're interested potentially in, in starting a business with you guys, what's the best way to kind of reach out and take a look at that? The, the best way to reach out to us is to go to our website, which is seniorshelpingseniors.com. Perfect. Perfect. Well, I appreciate you both. Um, and I appreciate you taking the time today to share the, the opportunity. Is there anything else you wanted to leave with the audience before I let you go? One last thought or or a word of wisdom for anyone searching for a business today? Anything that comes to mind? I know you asked a question of me personally. Um, I can certainly answer. I know I didn't mean to ignore you, but I'd be happy to answer your question. 
earlier you asked me if my my name had a meaning. Um, yes. My name, Namita, actually was named by Mother Teresa, and it means humility. Um, I, I don't know what what they were all thinking, but hopefully I'm humble. <laughs> yes, well, I think I think it's amazing because my belief system is or the servant leader type uh, uh, model. I think humility is the key to always learning, right? I think AI is going to be a good lesson for everyone in humility in that sense that we have to maybe look at ourselves differently when it comes to certain things and allow ourselves to see the opportunity that's in front of us. That's just one example. But if you have a closed mind and you're not as humble, that's where, you know, so to me, humility, it starts with that. Everything starts with that. So it's an amazing name. And I'm one that I would absolutely expect from Mother Teresa. But I think it just flows from her. See, she would just know what to name you. So there you go. Good oh, name. Thank you. Yes. Well, it's been great having you on the show. Daniel, anything before we wrap up? Anything come uh, to mind? I just want to thank you, Rob, for having us on your show. We love your show and uh, everything that you do for franchising uh, and for the people that are interested in franchising. So thank you for what you do. Thank you for having us on the show. It's been an honor. We yeah. really appreciate you and your show and all that you do. Thank you. You got it. You got it. And for everybody else, thanks for tuning in and bye for now.